Hey, friends, today's episode is brought to you in part by our friends at International Justice Mission. Y'all have heard us talk about them. IJM is a global nonprofit working to end slavery and violence around the world. And Eddie works there. Yes, I do. And we get to work uh, across Southeast Asia, and we work all around the globe working with local law enforcement to rescue individuals and families out of slavery and out of trafficking in Latin America. We help children and women who have survived just horrific violence and abuse. And really, what we get to be a part of together, you and I, as we go into some of the deepest, cruelest places in the world, and we bring the full force of the law with us to provide justice and healing. We've been doing this for 20 years, and it has just been an unbelievable two decades of good that we continue together. And there are thousands more friends, children, men, women, who are still waiting for rescue, and IJM is ready to do it. And y'all can make a difference in their lives and partner with IJM by becoming a Freedom Partner. Freedom Partners give monthly so that IJM can show up month to month to rescue people from slavery and walk with survivors as they heal. I think that really matters. They don't, they don't just rescue yeah. them. They walk with them as they heal. Oh, yeah, um, that's the ballgame. Yeah. So visit IJM.org slash be a hero to be part of this movement for good. Your consistent support will impact the lives of individuals all over the world. Again, that's IJM.org slash be a hero. Good morning, Eddie Koffeltz. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, Annie F. Downs. Just Yes, that's Tuesday. me. It's me. Mm-hmm. I'm so How glad to be here. Uh, I'm awake. I'm happy. It just feels like a, it feels like a day. It feels like a day. There's a lot of fun things at work today. There's a lot of exciting things. We, every day, we'll continue to do the work of learning about racial and social justice. And so I'm starting a new book today. And so, and, oh, Eddie. You're a person that has to clarify, reading or writing? Uh, right, exactly. Reading, my gracious. Reading, reading, it. reading. reading. Great. great, great. I, um, do you know who joins us on the That Sounds Fun Network today? Have we talked about the network much on here? We haven't. I, I know. I'm just afraid to answer because I think I know, but then I'm afraid I'm going to blow some super secret fun thing that's like supposed to be six months from now. So my guess is... Um, I have no idea. I, I have nothing. Tell me. So let me first say to our friends listening, a uh, podcast network, all it means is we call it an amusement park of podcasts. It just means there's right. a hub that collects under it a bunch of podcasts that we think the listeners would all enjoy all the shows. So In what the we amusement park, what are we? What uh, is this? You know, there's actually a graphic and you, I think we're, I think we're the Ferris wheel, maybe? No, we're the bumper cars. Our designer did like a one sheet and she built an amusement park and plugged in all the podcasts that are on the network. And it's so cute. I'll have to see if we can show it soon. But I, I'm not going to be able to escape this for a second, if that's okay. Okay. What's, what's that sounds fun. Hold on. Let me pull. Actually, let me just pull it up on my phone because it's on my, it's on Slack. So let me just open I'm on Slack. Slack but, I know you're doing but, great on Slack, by the way. You really are. It's... It's pretty efficient. It's greatly efficient. Okay. Oh, yeah. um, oh, it's opening. It's opening. Just takes what a network second. is what? What channel is it in? Uh, it's in graphics. Yeah, uh, Annie channel. and Eddie keep talking. Is bumper cars? <laughs> yeah, that seems right. <laughs> that sounds fun. Is a castle. Great. 
Um, the Ferris Wheel is the show we announced last week, The Next Right Thing, which is Emily P. Freeman's show. And she did a whole mm-hmm. episode today about why she joined the network. Network, It's really sweet. Um, but That's today, great. Eddie, Do Tasha Morrison. Tasha Morrison, Be the Bridge, is launching her podcast. It's part of yeah. the network. The first episode drops at noon Eastern today. What a thing. She, she is very busy. I am glad. Do you yeah. know... Do you know the like the thesis of the show? Because there's a lot she could talk about. Is it like yes? It's called "Be is the it Bridge." Her covering it's, today's contemporary standards. Like is she singing? <laughs> it's her singing front to back. You know what's funny is we've been in talks with her for months, literally yeah. for months, about doing this. We just can't talk about who we're in talks with about joining the network. And so long before this was our cl- our current climate was so forward about this. This has always been part mm-hmm. of our climate, unfortunately. But this is mm-hmm. long before this was so forward. We were in conversations and we weren't supposed to launch for months. And yeah. then it was like, well, no, this is the right time and we'll figure it out and make it work. And so today it is. And, and I didn't know any of this when we were doing the whole no. tattoo thing. Right. This is all just lovely coincidence. That That's exactly right. We're all just circling each other's orbit. And then I find out afterwards, you're like, hey, you know, she's joining the network. Yeah. I no yeah. Idea. <laughs> I I'm glad she's going, her show is going to be a part of the network. That makes me proud. Uh, I was proud to be a part of it already, but that makes me even prouder because I just respect oh, her so much. And she's just such a nice person. I like, feel the same way. A... Anytime someone will say our names in a sentence with Tasha Morrison, our names go up in cred. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. And also, I also also feel selfishly like one of these days there when we're out of the house, we're going to have some sort of network Christmas party thing. Totally. And some I'm sort of gathering. Gonna, and I'm like stoked about the people that, that like this is going to be a good hang. And I realize yeah. that's not the be all end all of the. In fact, I would say that's the most minor point of the network, but it's it's fun. And but you know, I that's only we're only having we're only letting shows and inviting shows in and, and partnering with shows that would be a fun hang at a Christmas party. That's part of the deal with the host. I mean, it's right. got to be someone we want to hang with. So um, so her show, I didn't answer you very well. Yeah. What is her show about? It's called Be the Bridge podcast, and it's going to be her like the first episode is today is their fourth anniversary existing. And so today's mm. episode is with the people who who helped her dream up and start be the bridge. Oh good. So, and you can actually go ahead and the, it, it her the, the feed already exists. They'd put up a bunch of Facebook live interviews as audio yeah. interviews as well. So okay. there's some stuff already there. So when you subscribe there's like six things waiting on you. But the new show will actually drop today. And so it'll be every other week and it'll just be a, one of the great things Eddie, is it's just Podcasts are such a good way to continue your education. Mm-hmm. And it just, if you subscribe, it just drops into your podcast feed or your podcast, whatever you listen on app <laughs> and your education continues, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's what they're but getting I'll with s- us too. continued education. <laughs> yeah. I've learned a lot this morning. I also though, like with Latasha and I, uh, dislike being, uh, I, I get sometimes a little selfish about my learning because I'm like, I don't want to be bored while I learn, even though I know it's important. Right, <laughs> like, right. She, and, and I know that this is like, again, a minor point, but to me, it's an important one. I could also listen to her talk about anything because she's just such a good teacher. Yes. So she's got that great mix of incredibly important for me to be learning and understanding. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm entertained mm-hmm. and it's fun to be entertained, right? Yes. Like you can still listen to this 
on a walk. You can still, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh boy, I'm deciding to read like a heavy seminary book that I, I got to commit to this before finals. Right. Like right. it's just, well, that was my own projection, but, yeah. um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm really glad she's on it. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. I'm going to go listen to the first show. I have not heard. Did we hear what she is on the, on the, um, she, it, she's not on there. It, everything moves so quickly. Uh, oh, okay. As far as launching, that that hasn't been updated. And my graphic designer, who you know and love as well, Kate, who did our Annie mm-hmm. and Eddie Keep Talking, this week is her vacation. And we take very seriously, and Downs Books, Inc., and That Sounds Fun Podcast Network, we take very seriously not bothering people on vacation. Well, I respect that. But also, Kate, if you're listening, could you just at least text us what you plan on, <laughs> how you plan on incorporating Which her? Which ride you're going to include her? Yeah. Right. Yeah, podcast networks are hard to describe. I don't know that I've done the best job describing what we actually do. And uh, but and, but the, if you imagine an amusement park, you like all the rides; they're all a little bit different. But but if you show up at the amusement park, you're going to enjoy everything there. It's all they all connect in right. some way. And so, well, anyway. it's it's yeah, it's it's you that's it. a good no that you you're saying it perfectly, but it's curating, right? Yes. You are you say you trust that sounds fun. You've come to trust that, and we appreciate that, and that's a big deal. And we've formed and earned, and you know, like understood that trust over years. And so, because you trust us, here are other places you can go to get more of that kind of trusted content. Yeah, that's so right. So we're gonna help. We're gonna help curate, and so you kind of know what to expect. You know that there's gonna be a certain level of quality. There's gonna be a certain level of winsomeness to it. There's gonna be a certain level of uh, like faith and like it's gonna be cleanish you know like, like yeah, that's right it's sort of like it's maybe none of those BFF things approved right it's and so none of those things are like in i maybe they are maybe they're in a, some sort of network charter but it's just they sort are. of like if if i'm good with this oh they are yeah we have a oh, yeah we cool. have like a pillars oh that's cool because we kind of i never was saw that because i was like i'm with you on the show so you You're just stuck. bring those pillars <laughs> well you bring those pillars with you those are yes. baked into just yes. you but it is just sort of like you've come to trust it and we're going to help curate other content. And to me, I appreciate that because I've been a network fan for a long time. Like I love the Gimlet shows and I'm like, okay, I love people, the Gimlet shows. Right. And so I start to trust them that I'm that. And then I find other new shows because I'm like, well, Gimlet made this. So now I'm definitely going to listen to this. And indeed, it's running through the same kind of executive producer kind of thing. So and the fun thing I, is, it, it'll be moments like this. And this happen mm-hmm. on that sounds fun. And this happen on next right thing where and even today we'll say on the that sounds fun network slack. Hey, hosts, here's Tasha. She's joining like she's joining. Yeah. Go listen to her show. She's one of us. She's part of our team. She's part of the amusement park. If you want to tell your listeners that Tasha shows out, you can. There's no pressure, but here's I, someone else who's just joining up with what we're doing and being a part of it with us. And oh. And leading that's, us in a lot of ways. That secret network Slack is my favorite because I see other people pop up. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. <laughs> that I didn't know. And I'm like, oh, my. I, <laughs> I'm going to Slack this person and say hello and that I'm a fan of their work. And I did. And they said, well, thank you so much. And it was like I finally met this person. Michelle Obama. And I. it was embarrassing that you told Michelle Obama all that because you did that in the general channel. We all saw it, Eddie. It was and send her a video. Like, it yeah, was the unnecessary. video. It was like an edited video of just me expressing <laughs> how much I respect her. And you were by the pool? Why? Why didn't you just film yeah. it inside? And just wear a rash guard. Why, have, why, <laughs> why not just wear a rash guard? Why be weird? It's the former first lady of the United States. <laughs> you know? There was just there's so oh many my options. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, We're very so, funny. 
the network. I I will say I think I like uh, describing it as an amusement park. It yeah. took you one minute to describe what took me then the next six. No, that's about. how. Yeah, that's how. Because I think people can picture that in their brain. Because they can picture a network like a TV network, like HGTV. They get that or Food Network. Right. All the shows are going to be about food, but it's going to be all sorts of different food, and they're not all going to be the same format. But you know, mm-hmm. if you go to Food Network, you're getting food. And so, if you go right. to That Sounds Fun Network, you're going to get. You know, some of the pillars you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, but but we like calling it amusement park because I just yeah. want to be like Dolly Parton in every way. Well, if you can put fun. together Dolly Parton. And Bill Simmons, if anybody knows who Bill Simmons is, that run, oh, yes, that yes. started yep. the Ringer Network, put mm-hmm. together Dolly Parton and Billy Sim- Billy Sims and Bill. Sure. Sim- <laughs> oh my gosh, can you imagine if I called him Billy Simmons the first time I met him? What if you shortened someone's uh, name to Billy? You'd be weird. You just weird out. <laughs> hey, Billy. All right. <gasps> and then I would just melt. Have you ever done that where you've said something and then been like, "There's nowhere for me to back up, but all I want to do is back up. I just want to back oh, up my yeah. whole body." Oh man, it's every time I get around. <laughs> I've ever Who? been around a comedian. I just try too hard. Oh, yeah. Like we interviewed one time, I spoke with Nate Bergazzi. And yeah. I, and I listened back to the show and I sounded fine, but I could tell I was trying too hard. Like it was but just no clear. no one was, else would have known that. No, but I was just, I, I could hear that I was a little short of breath and I was like a little, a little quick and a little like, <laughs> you know, that kind of vibe. <laughs> like, Whatever that is, I was doing yeah. that. And so, yeah, so it's it's those kinds of when I'm trying to like, hey, hey, hey I want to be with you. I want to be in the world. Uh-huh, so every time I talk uh-huh. to a comedian, I have no chill with that. What about you? Uh, I, you know, I'm actually thinking back on the Rosie O'Donnell show. Do you remember that in the oh, yeah, late 90s, throwing, early 2000s? Oh, I do. Shooting koosh balls at the camera. And- yeah. When she, I remember how nervous she was when Barbara Streisand came on mm-hmm. because they had never met before. Totally remember and, that. And I, I'm trying to think who I felt that way about. I mean, there have been shows I've gotten teary before we started and wanted to cancel because I was so nervous that I wasn't going to do well that I just didn't want to do it at all. Like, never mind. Yeah. I just don't, I, I just can't do it. I'm just, this is a bad day. And this is yeah. a, and I feel that when I start feeling that in me, I usually have to have like a real conversation of like, are you actually nervous or is this a bad idea? Like, <laughs> is it, is it, are you, do you need to listen to your guts? Cause there was one time that I needed to listen to my guts and not do the interview. But yeah. most of the time it is because I'm nervous. It's not going to go well. And I'm going to sound yeah. like a Yahoo and I know be too. Um, I mean, I've, I fangirled pretty hard on Phil Wickham. I yeah. just really liked him, but he was in person. So I luckily most of that happened off mic because like when he showed up, yeah. Um, but I fangirled pretty hard on Phil Wickham. Um, I'd have a hard else. time with, uh, I was thinking, uh, well, did you, how'd you handle Phil Wickham? Oh, I mean, it, it, it went it fine out? publicly, but I yeah. felt like a dodo bird the whole time. I was like, I need you to stop being you. Would you please just stop being you? <laughs> I remember the first time I met Gary Haugen, who started uh, IJM. Yeah. Oh, I've never met and him. I would act like an idiot. He's, and he is not... Like, he's a very normal, kind, approachable human being. Like, if you ever see him in an event, don't don't shy away from saying hello. It's nice to meet you. Like, you know, I, too, am working in this space. He's like a, just a normal dude who just happened to have found IJM. Mm-hmm. But I remember the first time meeting him, thinking to myself, like, all right, Eddie, it's time to play a character. This character is called Eddie being normal. You can play this character starting right now. Like, and you can watch yeah. yourself. Oh, that's being, a great idea. I always, I, that's what I've learned to do is like, just pretend to be 
a character and the For character sure. is the normal version of yourself, but inside you're watching yourself go like, uh-huh. and IJM means so much to me and our family has been uh, freedom partners for years. And, uh, you know, and he's <laughs> like, you're hired. You're Give right. this man a job. <laughs> I don't think you've ever heard him speak. Have you? That's almost a hundred percent how his voice. Sounds. Yeah. That's what I thought. I just imagined it's his glasses. Yeah. His glasses shape makes me think he talks like that. He's Mr. Gary Haugen. Yeah, yeah, from uh, from the Jetsons. <laughs> He's gosh, what a great cartoon! We have not talked about what a great cartoon uh, the Jetsons are. Can oh, you still watch it somewhere? I, I imagine you can. I loved the Jetsons. I loved the Jetsons. I loved Everything their sound. Their car made. I love the shape. Oh, listen! Yeah. I'm not trying to be sexist. Men are so yeah. much better in general at noises than women are yeah. of all my all my guy friends can do any kind of truck any kind of yeah. car the jetson mobile i don't yeah. know any girls who do that as well as the men do that wow that was amazing I, I, I it's either amazing or just i mean we're just i mean respectfully to all my all my brosifs just dumb animals <laughs> and Bros-ifs. we're we're just walking around meandering through a college campus not really sure what we learned not sure where we're going and we're just like i wonder if i can make the jetsons noise yeah, you can't. Yep, I can. Wow. Next noise. <laughs> Next noise. Wow. Um, I, I, so, so let's talk about what we loved about the Jetsons. I loved that their house was yeah. all glass that you could see yes. in all directions. Oh, funny. <laughs> funny. That's a great one. I never thought about that, but that is very appealing. Yeah. I liked all the... I just liked they had me from the credits where his briefcase is opening or the opening scene where his briefcase is a car. Uh Just the idea uh of, I mean, it's what everybody says about the Jetsons, but the idea of flying, living in space, the whole thing, just all the tech. And I always thought, uh, what is it? His boy, Elroy, Jane, his wife, daughter, Judy. What's the, what's the robot's name? Uh, Jane? No, Rosie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rosie. Uh, Rosie the robot. yeah. Yeah. Up and Adam, Mr. J. Yeah, yeah, Rosie. So that's what she said. And I always thought she was so funny. Like yeah. to me as a kid, I remember chuckling at Rosie's like irreverence. And, you know, she's trying to cook something and it all goes yeah. poorly. And then, yeah. you know, Astro comes in and the whole deal. So, yeah, I also loved um, how they changed clothes. I love oh. that they had FaceTime before we would have ever known what FaceTime is. I mean, every phone call came out, <laughs> came through their TV. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And they saw your mind. Yeah, it blew my mind. I so for a couple things for everybody to know, you can watch the Jetsons on Amazon Prime. Mm. Three seasons. Eddie, would you like to guess what year the show was created? Uh, I'm going to go like 67. So close. 62. You and I watched it in the 80s. So it was about 20 years after it was created when we watched it. Which is the same distance as the year 2000 from right now. The 60s were the same distance from our childhood as 2000 is from right now. How is that real? I do that all the time in my head. We're as far away from Nirvana... From, uh, like the band Nirvana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you were when you're Nirvana was happening to the Beatles. Like <gasps> we're as far away from Nirvana as Nirvana happening was from the Beatles. Yes. Right. E- even more, because Beatles were late 60s. Nirvana's were mid 90s, and now we're deep into the second 
decade, right? See, like, I just had no idea in the early 80s how close we were to the 60s. Like the 60s felt like another lifetime when right. I was watching things from then as a kid. And right. now they, I am 40 years from now, peop- almost 40 yeah. years. Right. People that are listening that are 50 are going like, oh, these kids. But like there is a piece of it where you start to realize when I was born, uh-huh. John Lennon was alive. I think Elvis was alive. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. There were like historical figures that you wouldn't even consider that were uh-huh. uh, totally alive. I, you know, I'm the Jetsons. Hold on. There was something else. Oh, with keep the going. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy. Oh, oh, no. It was just that we were in the golden age of Renaissance cartoons because we would see all those cartoons, all the old. Uh, Disney cartoons with uh-huh, Goofy, the right. instructional ones with Goofy. Oh, oh yes. Right? Keep going. This is like Remember, ASMR for me. <laughs> the, the narrator, though, was the best. He would like, the modern man commutes to work every day. You know what I mean? Like, and it was just these great super dated. But, you know, sometimes yes. you get stuck in traffic. And, you know, patience is a virtue. And you yep. just are like, oh, he's falling apart in this. But also uh, Woody Woodpecker. Yep. Chili Willie the Penguin. Yep. I wasn't quite as, I was very Disney loyal, except the Jetsons. And uh, the other big one I liked was Muppet Babies. Oh, they'll make your dreams come true. They'll make your dreams come true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. They'll make your dreams. I mean, everyone in our age bracket is screaming with joy. And everyone else is like, Muppet Babies. I mean, they were the best. They were the best. We just watched the Muppet movie this past weekend, um, and uh, yeah, it's all right. It, I still think it's funny. I can definitely see how a kid was sort of bored during it, but yeah, um, man, what, they've tried to it? resurrect Muppet Babies. No, no, no. I need the OG. Okay. Yeah, you either you can re- you can keep Muppets because they're timeless. You can come back with a new Kermie and Miss Piggy thing every couple yep. of years. Because, yep. but who's your favorite Muppet? Who's the one that really gets you? I. Uh, in the Muppet Babies, I loved the dog that wore the diaper. Um, there was a brown oh, oh, dog. Oh, 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 Ralph. Yes, yes. The brown dog who yeah. wore the diaper. I just loved him. I thought. I always thought, what a fascinating character he was to bring into uh-huh. the Muppet Babies. Because he is a minor character overall. Uh-huh, he's right. not one of the main. He's not like Gonzo, Kermie, Piggy, Fozzie. Yep. But yeah, they brought the Rolf chef. Back. I loved the chef. Oh, great one! Yeah, the Muppet yeah. Babies. Man, y'all just need to. Everybody needs to take like four minutes of their day and Google mm-hmm. Muppet Babies original. You need to say original because don't even. There's don't a even new one that. that I don't want you to touch. But don't even. You can't even. You have to watch it. You have to pay to watch it on YouTube. That's the only way to watch Muppet Babies right now. Eight yeah, seasons. Eight seasons. I can't believe Muppet Babies is on on Disney Plus. Um, Disney owned Muppets. The, the new Muppets. one is a Disney thing, so maybe they are not letting us watch the old one because the new one. Get out of here with that. Oh, Baby Beaker is adorable. I'd forgotten. Oh, yes. Yeah. And Bunsen Honeydew. Great yeah. characters. <laughs> great. Deeply great wow, characters. Wow, everything lives in you. It all just lives in you. Oh. I'm having to Google things, and you're not. They just start, they oh, exist no. in your body. I, I told Brienne before that... You, you know, when I die, she can check anything on my computer. She can check anything I've ever written, every sure. email I've ever written. Sure. She'll be surprised by nothing. She'll find nothing. <laughs> what What will shock her is the, tele, the television documentary history of just like, you watched nine episodes of the Jetsons while you did expense reports on a Tuesday? That's uh, right, I did. Sure, sure. That's I, right. 
I love TV so, so yeah. much. Yes. <laughs> and oh, the other one, Lassie. Did you ever watch Lassie as a kid? Oh, yes. Like the black and white. I mean, I still use that GIF of the um, of the switchboard, the woman working the operator switchboard at times if oh, I need to. Oh, yes. I search oh, yes. Lassie switchboard. Yeah, I liked Lassie. We watched, what's the show? Sorry to spoil the ending. What's the movie where the dog dies? Oh, Old Yeller. Yeah. We watched yeah. that pretty early, and and that kind of was hard for me for dog shows after. Yeah. So I didn't yeah, love I Lassie that. as much as I as much as I wanted to. Because there's a certain trust that you develop with Lassie that no matter what happens, like famously, oh, I'm stuck in a well, right? That that yes. actually happens. Like Lassie's yes. gonna make it. That's part of what makes it safe for a kid. Is you're like I'm allowed to feel scared because I know. There is no chance that, like, Lassie's not making it. Yeah, that's there, right. She's, there is safety. Old Yeller broke that trust. Yes, you, you Old like, Yeller broke my trust. You're like, what? That's right. No, no, that's not how it happens. That's the dog, right. If anything, the dog can die of old age. I, I yes. know to not trust a Disney movie because it's like Bambi. I, I understand right. that format. But the dog, like, Old Yeller isn't dead. And then he dies, and you're like... Well, I have you have broken my childhood trust. Yeah, that's right. I did not oh. see this coming. He was not old. He was just there. And what was the... yeah, but Lassie, I loved. Was Lassie on Nickelodeon? N- Lassie was on Morning Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's when I would I would watch. I'd go over to my friend's house before school, and but it was always I you got to go to a voiceover. friend's house before school. That's cool. Yeah, because my mom was an elementary school teacher. Yeah, and so I would. She would go early, drop me off at a friend who also went to that elementary school, and we'd spend about an hour. And honestly, versus it was going kind to of school a, with her, versus going to school with her, which was kind of a sweet time because honestly, like I was part of their little family, and I've already eaten breakfast and everything, so I'm a part of their little family. And they would yeah. do like his mom would do little morning devotionals, little just get together and do it was like a quick. I think it may have been the now that I am older and I'm looking back, I think she may have been doing a reading from like the Book of Common Prayer yeah, or something like that, but it was still a little thing. And then we would, yeah. And I would, so I would walk in and the voiceover would be happening for Lassie and John Provost. Yeah. Kimmy. <laughs> da, 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 right. And then that's how I would walk in and I would watch an episode of Lassie and then devotional wow. get in the blue van on, on my way to school. It was a very sweet thing. Wow. That is so cool. As yeah, a, a as a kid, I would have really dreamed of the idea of being at a friend's house before school. Yeah, and he's a great he's a great friend. We had a good time, and we grew up together. We were in each other's wedding. He was just a oh good dude. Oh my gosh! It, yeah, it was very sweet. It was like it was. There's something about that history with someone. That you're like, man, you're the only you're one of two people that knew me when I was seven. Yeah, and that's that's a weird. And that I knew you when you were seven. It, yeah. it's a weird it's a weird thing. Yeah. Do you have any friends from like that back in the day? Yeah, I still, I mean, my next door neighbor friend, we, yes, we still keep up a little bit. Um, And my three lifelong best friends, we've been friends since middle school. Does that count? Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, I mean, we didn't become close until the end of high school, but we all knew each other and grew up in the same church all through middle school, elementary school. So yeah. Yeah. I, I, so that I mean, there there is something to those friends who who've just been through a lot of seasons with you that yeah. there's a lot of things you don't have to explain about why something bothered you or why something's exciting or or when there's an emergency, there's just no question. There's just 
I mean, I, f- I flew home from an event for an emergency with one of their families, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. there's just mm-hmm. no, and they've done it for me. I mean, one girl rode a bus to Nashville just to get here to be with me, you know, or, a or rode a, rode a bus from Atlanta. Um, they, her family needed their bigger car and blah, 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 blah. Uh, it just made more okay. sense for her to get on the, the mega bus that day. And sorry, it was a for, minor point to harp on and should sure. have really not done that. No, sorry. it's great. No, no, no it, may, it is a fair question. It's just thinking um, about like, what situation am I in where I've ridden a bus? I've never ridden a bus. Yeah. Oh, a bus man, you're missing course. out on the megabus. The megabus is a great way to get from point A to point B if you don't want to drive. Well, you know, I hate driving. Like, hate I, and would I love, did not I, know that. I hate driving, too. Oh, I would never drive again if I had a choice. I would be transported around. It is the number one thing that I would give Does up. Does Brianne like to drive? She's fine with it. She's like a normal person about it. Like, it's totally one of like, my early dating questions is how do you feel about driving? Because I'm always like, hey, you can drive everywhere. <laughs> Not because I'm being a damsel in distress, because I hate driving. It feels like yeah. the biggest waste of time to me. There's so much else I could be getting done in that vehicle if I wasn't the one having to operate it. Funny. Totally different places for why we don't like driving, but I understand. Like, yeah, you I, just yeah. what's your not like? Mine is it feels like a waste of time. I, yeah, I totaled a car my first two weeks of driving, and and it was okay, and it was not like a big deal. Oh, the guy that, uh, the elementary school friend, uh, he was in the car yeah. with me. Totaled Let's that call car. him Lassie if you're not going to call it, tell us his name. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. and Lassie well, were in the car. These people keep getting, I keep mentioning people, and I keep forgetting, and then they get blown up on whatever, and I'm like, I, they didn't ask to be a part of this, so I feel, sure. uh, although he's a person that would have been totally fine with it, but, so Lassie and Either I are in the car together, Yeah. but that was the moment that I was like, well... This is too dangerous. I don't like this. But I also have in the years following, like when we lived in Seattle, we would take a train yeah. with some regularity. And you're like, hold on, I'm moving to, more to your point. I'm going from Seattle to Vancouver. So I'm going to a place. Yeah. Also uh, sitting by a window and reading a book. And it's just right. gently rocking me. This is right. so much better. So than, much better. So train That's travel. I felt. When I one. lived in Edinburgh and it's all transit you right it's and what i love about new york is like i'm i don't have to drive oh, myself yes. anywhere so many more books get writ, read so many and written so many more yeah. podcasts get listened to i mean i i just feel like i achieve far more when i'm in public transit oh i love public transit i yeah, love it new york same. public transit oh the best yeah zero percent. i know people I complain about it but i the idea of not owning a car and not driving yeah Oh, boy. Seems great. Um, Hey, do you have a hero for today? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I still, I think for the foreseeable future, it's the people that continue to get out and use their voice. So some people are marching. Some people are writing. Some people are, uh, uh, you know, creating art. But people, you know, people all around the world who are continuing to say that Black Lives Matter and that they will not stand for the deaths of you know, all of the names that we now know and the countless names that we don't know. And I just think I wondered a week ago if this was just another one of these moments that we've experienced where we all get enraged and then somehow the collective kind of news story seems to pass and we all still care, but now we're talking about something else a week later. And the fact that this is still on the forefront of people's minds is, I think, the bravery of just, not bravery, well is the willingness of a lot of people to not let this just be a common occurrence. Uh, And I feel like there is a possibility of, and my posture is better just watching this, but there is a, I think Latasha said it when we got to talk to her last week, but 
there is a real chance that there has been a tinderbox that has been lit. And while that is a big, scary, huge thing, the fact that the fire is still burning uh, makes me really proud of the people who are heroically person by person, not yeah. letting the fire go out. So yeah, it's a big, that's a big, big, broad category of people, but those are my heroes. And then, uh, you know, also Rosie from the Jetsons. Right. Well, yeah. she was hilarious. She, well, she took care of so much. She just and, was and, very, very helpful. And with such attitude. Right. <laughs> well, she was from the, she was like from New York, right? Well, she's a robot, so she's from nowhere, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I think her programming. She was programmed to be from New was York. A New York. I'm for yeah, sure New- watching an episode of that today during work. 100%. No question. Um, my hero today is our producer, Chad, because oh. producer Chad, here's the thing. It's, it's in line with what you are saying is there are people who are using their voices and getting out and marching and doing all these things. And then there are people like Chad. Who are, who are doing a lot of work of reconciliation by how they edit our shows, by the time, by the speed at which they have to turn things around and make things right. I mean, he's doing that work and no one's ever going to know. Mm-hmm. You know, That's and there right. are so That's many right. people that are doing work like that behind the scenes that have chosen not to be loud. I mean, he's vocal on his Twitter. He's vocal. I mean, he's not, it's not that he's silent. He, his job is not on the side of the microphone that our job is on. His job is on the other side, making this right. sound right. And t- I mean, he's mm-hmm. been turning around these shows that we do on Tuesday mornings and Friday mornings and during the quarantine every morning in right. like 15 minutes. Right. And, and he made an edit for me last week when we needed to add a conversation about racial justice with Nona Jones on the That Sounds Fun show. Mm-hmm. And I've just, I've consistently thought... I will celebrate Chad forever because he's great at his job, but I really will celebrate him during this. And there are so many people like him who are doing work like him that are getting, you know, getting the word out, <laughs> you know? Right, right, And I right. just, so he's my hero today because he has just done an incredible amount of work, not just on our shows, but he's, you know, he's a producer for a handful of shows that are putting out really important episodes and he's getting them done. I listened to the home team show last week about justice i think it might be episode 12 and it is yeah. so good yeah so oh, that's a that's a great one chad and chad does work really really hard and the content that runs through his computer and ears and brain and fingers and out into the world has been uh, i mean whether people know it or not and they probably don't a lot more of the content than they than they realize not just yes. annie and eddie i mean he is really producing some of the most important conversations that are happening yes, right now that's right and uh, yeah, I respect it was like when we were talking about coronavirus and we all were talking about the doctors and the nurses and people who are on the front lines, which are rightfully deeply heroic. Yeah. But also the zillions of administrators behind the scenes right. who are quietly keeping the whole thing running. Right. That they cannot exist without the other one. Because right. everybody knows that I'm the sweetheart. Like I'm America's sweetheart. And and that's <laughs> right, that's right, well right. documented. That's what everyone knows. Yeah. Uh-huh. Everybody says that all the time about me. Uh-huh. That I am yep. America's sweetheart. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> but behind every America's sweetheart is Chad Michaels Navely. And you can <laughs> quote me on that and tag him frequently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Behind every sweetheart, I want to get the quote right. Behind, Behind every America's sweet- sweetheart, who is Eddie in quotation marks. I just want to okay. make sure that it's got it. Is Chad Michael Snape? <laughs> okay. Is Behind America's sweetheart quote? Con- no parentheses. Parentheses. It's at Ed. Edward it's and Ed. Eddie. Close parentheses. Yeah. Correct. Is producer Chad. 
Mm -hmm. okay. And that right. is that is, I think, a really good way to minimize your hero segment. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome. I think I think I think that's going to go great. So mm -hmm. thanks, mm -hmm. everybody. Um, all right, we'll be back on Friday. You guys go out, wash your hands, stay safe, and stay healthy. We'll see you back here on Friday. Bye, buddies. <laughs>